and a resounding good afternoon. Peace and grace to all. Peace and grace on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. It is September 24th, 2022. And I greet you in the original language of our brothers and sisters. Assalamu alaikum. Peace and grace, family. From WHGE 95.3 FM. You're now listening to Rochelle Wilson. Make some intelligent noise. The movement for equal justice under the law. I am so thankful to be in your presence once again. Thank you for keeping those dials locked in to 95.3 FM. There's a lot going on in the world today, but I didn't write a report and I didn't come with any particular notes uh, but rather a few thoughts that I hope that you will allow me to share with you on this day. By now, many of us have been inundated with the strange and unusual and sudden transition of Sister Rashima Dixon. We appreciate Sister Rashima Dixon and the work that she has done to help us in the community. She was an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, and she loved her people. And last week I dedicated my entire show to her because of her great works and of her great charm and integrity and last week, I asked a question, and I won't be redundant and go into a long and drawn-out answer, but I will pose the question once again. What happens when these things we call bodies, these hosts, these shells, these capsules that hold the spirit, the soul of a human being, when the shell has been discarded and it no longer ceased to function, what happens to the spirit that it once hosted? Last week I had quite an answer for that, but I won't bore you with those details again this week. I'll simply allow you to ask yourself that question what happens when our spirit decides to leave its shell? The shell is there. We know it. We humans, we call it death. When the shell ceases to function, we call that death. And then there's a lot of things that take place. We do this thing called a funeral. Our different religions and reliances have different things that they do with the shell. But what happens to the spirit that was once the life of the shell? And yes, I have my thoughts and my viewpoints, and you certainly have yours, and perhaps. 
Perhaps in many we may agree. But one thing for certain, and two things that I feel secure, the spirit, the soul that was once hosted by that shell in the human physical form of a body, that spirit does not die. The body may cease to function anymore, but I am of the true opinion that the spirit, the spirit does not die so easily. Peace and grace and good afternoon to all. Again, I am so thankful that you kept your dials locked in to WHGE 95.3 FM. The seasons are changing. I had to put my blankie on last night. I even turned on my little miniature heater to get dressed this morning. Did anyone else have to turn on their little heaters in order to uh, start their morning? I had to put on my poncho in order to come outside and get in the car and come to the studio today. The seasons are changing. Seasons change unless you live in a place like perhaps California. Uh, maybe you live in Florida. Perhaps you live in Georgia and Atlanta, very warm climate places, typically all year round. But even they have seasons. They may not be as noticeable as we have here in Delaware. We go from summer to fall to winter to spring to summer, to, to fall, to winter, and to spring. The seasons are constantly changing. Much like human beings, we too have seasons. There is a season to be up when it seems like all is going well and in your favor. And then there are seasons where it seems as if everything is down on the ground, so far down you're looking up at the curb. And then there are seasons where we're kind of just steady, sort of steady status, right? Where things are not up, they're not down, they're just steady, status quo. Wherever you are in your season, whatever is happening in your life, ladies and gentlemen, I am a firm believer. Everybody gets a turn. There will be times when we will be up and all things in our life seem to be working out in our favor. And it is a time to rejoice because you know the roller coaster, the roller coaster goes up and it goes down. It goes up, it might steady out, 
and then it'll drop down only to go up. It is the dropping down that gives us the momentum to go back up. Whatever season your life is in, right now at this particular time, take a moment to say thank you, to have a spirit of gratitude, a spirit of thanksgiving for wherever you are, whatever the season in your life. <clears throat> because it will change. And it seems that when we're up, it is so easy to say thank you and to have a smile on our faces, to have a little pep in our steps, something that makes us seem joy-filled. It is in the season when we are what seems like or feels like everything is going amok. All things just appear to be out of order, dysfunctional. And those are times for some of us when it hurts. But I say this, and perhaps someone needs to hear it. Those are the times when we are allegedly down those are the times when our true strength is tested. Those are the times when the divine spirit will sharpen you. You can't cut a tree. You can't even cut a piece of paper with a dull or, or, or unsharpened object. You got to be sharp. That's how you get on top. You got to be sharp mentally, physically, and spiritually. So often we hear people say, maybe grandmama told us, what you put into your body is what will come out of it. Today in 2022, I watch the school buses now that school is back in session. I watch the school buses pick up our children. I watch them drop off our children. I watch the people as they walk the streets, as I scurry about my own day, doing this and doing that, handling this and making sure that email was sent. But how often do we pay attention to other people's lives and the season that they might be in? Are we or are we not the representation of that which is something more divine than ourselves? People say, I am my brother's keeper. I am my sister's keeper. But it seems to me at times that we are in a season where drug use is running rampant. 
the LGBTQUI plus community seems to be having their way in the world. They're having their way. More and more little girls, their bodies are being discovered. Their uteruses and other vital parts of their body are missing. Hearts and livers and kidneys. Oh my. We are the representation of that which is greater than ourselves. At what point, at what point will there ever be a point? Historically, has there ever been a point where human beings, where mankind, the kind of man and womb man, have ever been totally just thankful and loving and kind and giving and understanding and compassionate towards one another? When do we do that? How often do we do that? When is it required of us to do that, to behave in such a manner? Will it matter if I see my brother and sister struggling from mental illness, trauma-informed illness, depression, oppression, suppression? At what point do I offer a helping hand? Certainly I can join organizations and we can co-labor together and work together to save our communities, our common unities, the unity that we have in common in the neighborhoods that we live in. Absolutely. I can, I have, I am, and I encourage others to do so. But I have also come to realize it is in us, one by one, reaching and extending a hand out of love and compassion to our brothers and our sisters. And that has nothing, nothing to do with color, our preferences but just the human experience. It is our job. It is our response, our ability to respond, to reach out the hand, the helping hand, to lift each other up. Sometimes a kind word could change someone's entire perspective. They may have been on their way to jump off the bridge or to hang themselves by a rope or to take an overdose of pills. And our kind word from a place in our hearts that is sincere, that could change their entire perspective.
thus changing their entire lives. It's our job. It is our job, ladies and gentlemen, to literally be the brother and the sister next to us to be their keeper, to offer them a helping hand. How are you doing today, sister? What can I do to make your life a little bit better? Maybe I can't do anything but just sit here on the stoop and let you vent, let you cathart, let you get it off your, your chest and out of your mind and out of your spirit. Sometimes the spirit gets so turned up and tight and turned and twisted around because of life. Life can do that. And just sitting on the stump, on the stoop, and allowing someone to really answer the question when we ask them, hey, how are you today? How are you doing? Now, if you don't have time to sit and care with compassion for the answer, then perhaps you shouldn't ask the question. Perhaps, perhaps you shouldn't ask at that very moment. I pray you well. Peace and grace, I pray you well. Perhaps that's all you can say at certain times because you're feeling how you feel. But as often as the Holy and Divine Spirit will open your spirit to ask the question and to listen to the answer, the response. Sometimes people don't need to hear you tell them all of the things that they should do. There are many things in my personal life that I should have done and I didn't do them. There were many things in my personal life that I shouldn't have done and I did do them. I think the point of my message comes from a place where I sat on the stoop with sister friends in my neighborhood. I was feeling how I felt about whatever it is that I was feeling some kind of way about. But I was thinking about Sister Rashima. And although I did not co-labor with her on a regular basis, whenever we did come together, whenever there was a conversation, it was good. And I'm so thankful for that. But her body's transition from functioning to non-functioning has reminded me of the value and the importance 
of being able to extend a hand, a sincere and genuine hand of compassion, of care and concern. I don't know I do not know what happens detail for detail for detail for detail what happens to the spirit when it discards the shell the body it's no longer functioning and the spirit now departs I don't know what happens I've never had the fortune of, of that happening to me and then being able to return to say, hey, here's what happens. I know what I've read in the books. I know what those people who are spiritualists have told me. I know what my spirit tells me about it. But I don't know anyone. I've never met anyone personally that has transitioned, discarded their bodies, their shells, done something, went somewhere, allowed something to happen, came back, re-entered that same shell, arose, and gave us the news of what happens. I, I don't know anyone. I don't, I've never met that person who, who has done that. So much like yourselves, I have to put it together to a point where it makes sense. But I am convinced because of the great work that she did, and as I mentioned last week, a host and a list of names of ancestors and ancestresses who have done great and mighty work here upon this planet, this star called Earth. There are some that say, I've heard a spiritualist tell me once that when the shell is discarded, the spirit itself becomes a star to light up the night sky. Now, I can't validate that. I can't confirm or, or disconfirm that. But it's a beautiful thought. It's a beautiful thought that our spirit, when it leaves this shell, it will become a bright and beautiful, illuminating star. That's a beautiful thought. One that I think I can, I'll support that one. I'd like to support it because it's such a beautiful thought. It may not be true, but in my world, in my mind, it makes it easier to digest, to know that Martin Luther King, that Malcolm X, that Imhotep, 
Robert Boise Lowry, the great Queen Nzinga, the great Maya Angelou, and still I rise. And the name goes on, of course, Araminta Ross, Harry Tubman, Sojourner Truth. I'll even go as far as to make it personal and honor my mother, the great Benny Wilson. That all the great works that these human bodies have done to make this, this star, this planet, just a little bit better for the posterity of those that would come along. I honor them and I add Rashima Dixon, her name to that list. And I say that each name and so many others are great stars, illuminating stars in the midnight sky. And at any given point that we humans who still hold on to our shells, at any given moment, we need to commune with them, seek their wisdom and their guidance, to seek their strength. All we have to do is look up to the stars, to talk, to speak to the stars, the ancestors, the loved ones who have discarded the body, the shell, the capsule, and their spirit is now free. Their spirit is now free. Some say it returns to the one that authenticated it in the beginning, the original creator. It returns to that one. Many people have said, and there could be truth to it. It is recycled. And perhaps the work of that spirit was not yet done. And so it will be recycled through rebirth into the newborn baby, into the new shell, the new host, the new capsule. And it will complete its work in that shell. Oh, it won't look like or uh, particularly, it, it won't be the same as the shell we once knew. The seasons change. The seasons change. And so, too, do we. The seasons change, and so too do we. So whether it is recycled, reborn in a little baby that may be in your family, or maybe you've never seen before, 
and you find yourself in the supermarket and there's this little three-year-old running around that somehow it just somehow it just reminds you it just brings to your spiritual mind that they sound or they do a thing just like someone I once knew. They, they've got a fire in their soul, in their spirit. There's something about that little baby or that child that reminds me of Frederick Douglass. Or, or uh, a pop-up. There's something about it. And you can't quite put your finger on it. But even at two and three-year-olds, you know there's something special about this one. I'm saying to you, ladies and gentlemen, whether we become great stars to illuminate the, the night skies or whether we are recycled and reborn into a different shell to complete a work that was incomplete in the other shell, whatever happens to the spirit, I firmly I firmly, I am convinced that the spirit does not die. The body has its seasons, but the spirit lives on. So on Tuesday, we will bid farewell to the shell, the body, of Sister Rashima Dixon at the Congo Legacy Center at 9 o'clock a.m. We will bid her farewell, her body, her shell. But we must keep our eyes open to the newborns, to the little ones, because we don't know where her spirit will go from here. Her work was certainly not done. She was not done with her work. So there is a possibility that we will see her or hear her again in another shell. But on Tuesday at 9 o'clock a.m. at the Congo Legacy Center at 9 o'clock a.m. we will bid farewell to the shell, the body that we knew as Sister Rashima Dixon. I can't help but wonder and I think it would be wise for each of us to take a moment of contemplation, to ask ourselves the question, what is the legacy that I have left? What have I done 
if the work that I have done is to speak for me, what work have I done? What legacy do I leave? What will people say about me when it's their turn to step up to the mic and have a word to make a comment? What will they say about me? And we can make it very personal. Each and every one of us should ask that question. It's a question worthy of a truthful answer. They say, tell people while they're alive that you love them. Because once you're gone, that physical body, that shell, once it has been released, it cannot receive the flowers. It may not be able to receive the I love you, I cared about you, I honored you, I respected you, I admired you, I want a model behind you. That physical body cannot do that. The spirit may hear it. But isn't it great? Wouldn't it just be great for people to tell us while we're alive how they feel about us? Don't put flowers on a grave, in a cold ground, in a coffin. I'm telling you now, me personally, Rochelle Wilson, do not, do not bury me in a cold ground, in a coffin, and give me flowers. I First of all, I'm not crazy about flowers, believe it or not. That's weird for most ladies, right? Weird, you don't like flowers. I'm not crazy about flowers. But I have an affinity, a love for green plants. Love green plants. Love to watch the roots grow. Love to watch the plants grow. So don't wait until Rochelle Wilson is left this shell of a body whether I am recycled into another baby, another body, whether I become a midnight star, don't wait. I would rather people tell me now to my face, I love you or I can't stand you. Girl, you a whole hot mess. I don't appreciate you or I absolutely adore you. Tell me now. Let's be clear. Don't wait because it's too late. It's much, much too late. If you wait for my spirit to discard this shell. And I'm using myself, but I assure you the message is for you. How many people, friends have come and gone in your lifetime? 
I can only count how many have come and gone from mine. But I can say this, even to the friends that are no longer in my cipher, they are no longer in my circumference, but we serve the purpose for each other during the time that we had together upon this earth as friends. I was never, I never missed an opportunity to tell them, I love you. I appreciate you. I adore you. I respect you. I admire you. And some I've had to say, I don't associate with you. I don't get down with you. We can't be friends. I can't associate. I don't shuck and dry, jive with you. But when people know where they stand in your life, it truly makes life a lot more simple. Why be fake smiling in people's faces when you know that that's not somebody you want to shuck and drive with, right? And there are people that we, that we want to get close to, but it seems they're just a little bit out of our reach. They're so close and yet so far. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever decision that you decide to make of how you move forward with your loved ones, your family, your friends, tell people while they're alive how you feel about them. Let people know where they stand with you. Let people know that you're, you're willing to shuck and jive. You're willing to, to, to do some things to co-labor with them on some projects. Let people know, I admire you. I adore you. I respect you. I honor you. I thank you. Do it while they're alive. Because tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow, you may not be here in order to tell them. It may not be that they're not here. It may be you that is not here to tell them. So I want to take a moment, just a brief moment, <clears throat> Pardon me. The seasons are changing. And I can feel it. I can feel it. The cold weather is coming. It's got to come. It's a part of this cycle of life. Just like the transition of the human physical body. The seasons change and transition. And I feel it. I feel it, ladies and gentlemen. 
But I want to take a moment out to just tell a few people that I love you. I dedicate today's show to my dear friend, Mama Mayamuna Mbaki. Your love is sincere. Your love is authentic. You teach love. You speak love. Your being is love. Thank you, Mama Mayamuna Mbaki, for teaching me so many lessons, for being a support to me through these years that I have been an advocate and a journalist and a voice before I had a microphone. I had a voice even when I didn't have a microphone. Thank you, Mama, for supporting me, guiding me, teaching me, sharing your wisdom with me. I want you to know I admire you and I love you and I thank you. I want to give an absolute sounding, resounding shout out. Thank you to my dear friend, dear friends who transcends titles and positions, but who are able to see me and have taken down the cloak and allow me to see who you truly are. And you are my sisters. Thank you, Mimi, Melissa Minor Brown. Thank you, my beautiful, dear queen, Michelle Harley. Thank you to my beautiful butterfly, Senator Elizabeth Tizzy Lockman. Thank you to Queen Hanifa Shabazz. You have been a teacher on so many levels about so many things. But most importantly, I learned from you to hold my composure when all hell is breaking loose. Hanifa Shabazz, I thank you. I admire you. I respect you. To Andrea Queen, my dear friend, who never, never, never allowed me to be without a few pennies or some change or some rustling dollar bills in my pocket when I was fighting the good fight and was not employed. You looked out for me. You made sure that I could stand on my own two feet. Thank you, Andrea Queen. I love you and I admire you and I respect you. The list would go on for the duration until tomorrow if I continued. But I give a shout out to those names on this day and there are so many more. I didn't even begin to talk about my family and the people that I love there. And I know that they love me in return. 
But the names of the people that I've mentioned on this day are the names of the people who have shown me over the years that it is safe to trust them with my friendship. Thank you to each and every one of you. I appreciate you. I admire you. And I respect you. And as I close this show today, let me encourage each and every one of us. I'm doing it today on the microphone with just a few, a handful of names of people that I love and admire and respect. Maybe just to do an example, to give you an idea of how this thing works. Tell people while they're alive how you feel about them. Whether you admire them and respect them, love them, or maybe not so much. They say if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Well, I'll, I'll leave that to your own discretion. We all have to do it our own way. But as I close, I leave you with this thought. The seasons are changing. The cycle of life whew, is still moving. Tomorrow is not promised for you or I. But should we be allowed by the grace of something divine, should we be allowed to rise with the grand rising of the sun? I encourage you to be your best, most beautiful, authentic self. Leave a legacy so that when the seasons change, and you discard that shell that hosts that host to your spirit, people will stand and say a word. Whether it's a small candlelight vigil with a few, might be in your backyard with just you and one other person. Could be millions and millions of people as if you were a great king or a queen. But leave a legacy. Leave a legacy that others can speak well of the work that you've done so that we can say, may the work that I've done speak for me. May the work that I've done be my legacy and let it speak for me. Be good to yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Self-love is a beautiful thing. Self-love without the ego, egotistical arrogance. Self-love is a beautiful thing. Love yourself and take care of yourself. But I assure you, you must be good 
to your brothers and sisters, to the world of humans around you. It is a part of your legacy. And karma, karma is ever watching and oh so real. I'm Rochelle Wilson. Until we meet again, until we have this time together again, I love you. I thank you. Thank you for allowing me this space in your space here at WHGE 95.3 FM. Take care and God bless. Jesus, three.